I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Africa is a land of fearsome predators. Everyone who lives here, everyone who visits here, is trespassing among killers. It's not a good snake to get bit by. You're in absolute agonizing pain. If you're not prepared, you won't survive. It'll eat large animals and also go for humans. They're creatures ready to attack. In the savannah, in the jungles, in the rivers, in the oceans. They're the most highly evolved killing machines on Earth. Now, find out how they take human prey and why they're called nature's deadliest. Adventurers come to Africa looking for the extraordinary. It's wild, unpredictable, and sometimes lethal. Africans know the dangers of their homeland. But unsuspecting visitors don't find out until it's too late. There's one predator here that is especially treacherous because it's so dangerously underestimated. Many mistake it for just a scavenger, a hanger-on, content to pick up the scraps other predators leave behind. But nothing is further from the truth. This animal is a supreme killer the spotted hyena. Most people believe that hyenas are only scavengers. Uh, in reality, we found that hyenas um, hunt and kill about 90% of their own food. The hyena is one of Africa's least glamorous creatures. But these animals hunt with the power and precision of a top predator. They are highly sophisticated killers that work in groups. Each group or clan is led by a female, 
Males are subordinate in the hyena world. There's an alpha female in the group, and all the females in the clan are dominant to all the males. The males are at the very bottom of the social hierarchy. <laughs> A clan communicates constantly with vocal calls, which sometimes sound like mad laughter. These calls help the clan coordinate attacks on their hunts. Their strategy is different from other predators. They don't stalk their prey. They simply run it into the ground. And then they actually just start to eat it alive. So it's a pretty gruesome method, but they're actually more effective hunters than predators like lions who stalk their prey. Hyenas have evolved to gorge themselves quickly. They speed binge to stop other animals from stealing their kill. They can eat up to one-third of their body weight. The prey simply vanishes into thin air. They'll eat bones, they'll eat hooves, they'll eat hair, they'll eat almost everything. They can reduce animals to just a, a bloody patch on the ground in a matter of minutes. Hyenas are especially dangerous to those unaware of their threat. Most attacks happen at night. Although attacks on people are rare, an injured hyena is more likely to turn to human prey. It's an easier target. When a hyena attacks, its jaws are powerful enough to crush bone. Hyenas have a bite force of about 2,000 pounds of force. This is the highest in the, in the animal kingdom amongst land mammals. The hyena doesn't wait for its victim to die. It starts eating immediately. They're very aggressive and they're very fast at feeding. This really strong neck muscle and the, the very large and, and bony head is built to feed as fast as I can. One of the major concerns would be that you would have multiple areas where the bleeding would occur and you couldn't stop the bleeding. As the hyena chews away, the prey rapidly bleeds to death. The victim is dead in about three minutes and devoured in under an hour. The Maasai people know how to survive in Africa's hazardous environment. They've thrived in East Africa for centuries, despite the deadly forces pitted against them. The Maasai way of life puts them in direct conflict with Africa's top predator, an animal that has perfected the art of killing. On this continent, the most feared of all creatures, the African lion. Anybody in the wrong time, in the wrong position, is gone. Because lions are not going to um, just bite you or scratch you and run away. Lions are going to hold you till you no longer can move. Few predators compare with a lion's size and strength. A male weighs well over 500 pounds and can easily take down a buffalo twice its size. Like the hyena, African lions work in groups and this gives them an edge over almost any prey, animal, or human. Their hunts are more successful than most other single predators because they have that pride mentality. They work as a team. The females mastermind each attack. They lead hunting prides of up to 10 members, working as a unit, each lion, with a specific job. They get into like a huddle, and it's like they communicate, and one lioness says, okay, I'm gonna chase the prey this way. You wait behind this tree. 
It's like a tag team offense that they use to capture their prey. It really is quite remarkable. Stealth, strategy, common purpose. It's a deadly combination. But sometimes even lions meet their match. Only man can take on this killer and win. And for the Maasai, taking down a lion is the ultimate test of manhood. The Maasai are ranchers, raising cattle across Eastern Africa. In Maasai society, cattle are wealth. They see lions as thieves who prey upon their livestock. So killing them is the ultimate mark of prestige for all Maasai warriors. The Maasai live in a lion's kill zone, and they are always on guard. They surround their villages with nature's own barbed wire, a thatch of thorn bushes six feet high with barbs two inches long. This is their fortress, and it's usually strong enough to keep their cattle safe. The Maasai are worthy adversaries, and lions have learned to steer clear of them. Believe it or not, lions through the generations have learned to understand these guys can kill me. Um, and they've learned to actually, I believe, inherently fear the Maasai walking across with the red robe. Because for so many generations, their predecessors were speared. But some lions don't fear people. In fact, they seek them out. They are rogue lions that develop a taste for human prey, man-eaters. They're basically just sort of relearning that actually we, we can be prey and we can be eaten and we're quite easy compared to the other things that they're, they're looking for. In southern Tanzania, rogue lions have killed some 600 people in the past 15 years. We see these outbreaks happening over two to three year time period and it tends to be the same group of lions. So it actually does become a behavior where they're actively hunting humans. A rogue lion is a formidable killer. It stalks its human victim, singles him out, then strikes like lightning. A lion usually kills by suffocation so it tries to get its prey to the ground as quickly as possible. The lion's canine teeth fit almost perfectly around its prey's most vulnerable area, the neck. This critical area, that the lion knows where to go for and cause the most damage. The trachea is disrupted. If it's cracked or fractured, uh, you'll have problems with getting air in. Slowly, life drains from the victim. Once the struggle ends, the feasting begins. The lethal standoff between Maasai and lion is just one of many life-and-death struggles on the African savanna. Next, Africa's most feared and deadly snakes. A cornered black mamba is going to be very, very dangerous. An army of killers on the march. And later, a serpent that can swallow a human whole.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Africa, the land of kill or be killed. The carnivores here have evolved into efficient, lethal weapons. Some have developed extraordinary strength and stamina to take down prey. For others, the weapon of choice is venom. Africa's poisonous predators work in camouflage. One of the deadliest hides in the peaceful forest canopy. The green mamba. The green mamba has a very potent neurotoxic venom that acts with exquisite specificity upon birds. Very efficient upon the human system, and they can cause life-threatening envenomation. The green mamba stays out of sight in the trees and rarely ventures onto the ground. Sitting up on the branches, it's going to just keep looking around for prey items and then just glide down with this super silky smooth way that it can move. They've got a good sense of smell, but their eyes are their main hunting device. Blending perfectly with the canopy, the green mamba usually hunts birds. Green mamba is an active snake. It's an alert snake. It's quick to get away from a person. But what if there's 10 or 20 people harvesting out of the jungle? Anything entering the treetops gets the green mamba's attention. They don't line ambush. They'll find their prey by smell uh, and sight and then chase after it. 
Humans rarely encounter the green mamba. But in Africa's orchards, the danger is greater. The green mamba pumps venom down its tiny hollow fangs. The green mamba venom is a very fast-acting venom, which makes sense. But if you're feeding on birds, you want to be able to knock your prey item very quickly because otherwise, it's just going to fly away. First experience would be a tingling sensation around the site of the bite, and this has all got to do with the nerves going into spasm. In just two hours, life hangs in the balance as the lungs, paralyzed by venom, start to shut down. Anti-venom is the only antidote, but it must be administered quickly. Otherwise, death is almost certain. But the green mamba is not the snake most feared in Africa. That title goes to its cousin. This killer is even more aggressive. Its venom, even more potent. The black mamba. Black mambas are the most dangerous of the mambas, hands down. It's a more toxic venom. It's a much larger snake. The black mamba grows up to 14 feet long, making it one of the world's largest venomous snakes. The black mamba isn't actually black at all. It's light grayish blue. It gets its name from the coloring inside its mouth, which is often the last thing its victim ever sees. There's a drop of venom coming out in the one fang. And that's absolutely enough to kill an adult person or two. Drop for drop, the black mamba's venom is one of the deadliest in the world. The black mamba's got a neurotoxin, nerve-affecting venom, and a very pure neuro neurotoxin, which uh, easily paralyzes a large body. But it's not just their venom that makes the black mamba so dangerous. It's their habitat. Black mambas hunt rodents and rodents live near people. That's why most attacks occur in human settlements. If someone disturbs a black mamba, it immediately reacts with a warning. Animals, when they feel threatened, have two responses, flight or fight. Block the flight and it's just gonna turn around and fight. The black mamba's pressurized venom glands pump toxin into its half-inch fangs. The black mamba fangs are quite a bit larger than the green mamba fangs. You're looking at big venom yields of a very, very toxic venom. This super toxic venom speeds throughout the body using several different pathways. And the venom then initially spreads to the lymphatic uh, tissue and then so spreads into the deeper parts of the body and travels through the body and then into the major organs of the body. At thousands of nerve synapses, the toxin jams chemical communication. Muscles don't get the message to fire and paralysis quickly sets in. 
vision becomes blurred, breathing more difficult. But the most critical shutdown happens as the neurotoxin targets the victim's heart. One of the major effects is for the vagus nerve of the heart, which is one of the things that sort of helps you keep sort of track of your beats. So you're knocking off effectively the heart's natural pacemaker with this kind of venom, and you get all kinds of weird heart arrhythmias as a result. Only immediate medical treatment can save the victim's life. That person can survive without any ill effects as long as proper CPR is applied. But the black mamba can kill in such a short period of time. If you're bitten deep out in the bush somewhere, you don't have much of a chance of survival. The black mamba is one of Africa's most lethal snakes, but it's not the deadliest. The snake responsible for the most human fatalities does not send out a warning before it strikes. It belongs to the viper family, and like most vipers, by the time the victim sees it, it's too late. The puff adder. It's a large snake, it's a very aggressive snake, has very potent venom, and it's not something you'd like to encounter. This is one of the few snakes that will have a go at you quicker than a lot of the other ones. The puff adder strategy is ambush. This snake is perfectly adapted to lie in wait for prey. Its markings are designed to blend in seamlessly with the forest floor. It lies there patiently. When its prey comes by, it'll identify its prey by smelling it, sticks the tongue out, and when the prey comes by, it'll then strike out with phenomenal speed. I mean, it strikes to about a quarter of a second. The puff adder's venom kills a rodent in seconds. If you're an animal that's waiting for something to come by, you might only get one shot every few days or even a couple weeks. You need to maximize the effectiveness of your striking. High-speed strikes, ultra-toxic venom, and merciless aggression makes this snake Africa's deadliest. And worst of all, the puff adders like to live where humans do. So in South Africa, a day on the golf course can suddenly turn life-threatening. The puff adder is a very cranky snake. This is not a happy camper. The puff adder delivers its deadly payload in just a quarter of a second. Its main ingredient is a cytotoxin that attacks tissue and blood cells. The pain is immediate and extreme. It's not a good snake to get bit by. There's no redeeming factors. You're in absolute agonizing pain. But the worst is still to come. Over the next 24 hours, the victim's body begins to rot, starting at the envenomated limb. The puff had a bite causes severe pain. The reason for this is that the cytotoxins destroy the blood and tissue cells, which results in a severe infection and psychologically probably the worst to experience. Without immediate antivenom and emergency medical attention, secondary infections spread throughout the body. Victims can die within three days. Although the puff adder is Africa's deadliest snake, it isn't the continent's largest viper. That honor goes to its cousin, the giant Gaboon Viper. Gaboon. 
Gaboon vipers are awesome animals. They are the biggest vipers uh, in Africa. These things can get five feet or more in length and weigh 20 pounds plus. Massive, heavy bodies, big heads. The Gaboon viper is the puff adder on steroids. Everything is bigger and longer, including its fangs, which grow up to three inches, longer than any other venomous snake. Like the puff adder, the Gaboon viper is perfectly camouflaged to surprise its prey. The Gaboon viper is one of the most perfectly adapted of the ambush-feeding snakes. Put it in a pile of leaves and it's gone. You wouldn't even see it. The Gaboon viper's body is sheer muscle. It acts like a coiled spring, waiting invisibly for its prey to enter its strike zone. That's solid muscle. So that means that when they strike, the strike speeds are incredible. Gaboon vipers are most often encountered by people uh, when they step on them because these guys absolutely vanish in leaf litter. So you can walk right by them without even knowing they're there. The gaboon's three-inch fangs sink deep into its victim. It's the world's most painful snake bite. That you get this, an injury as if you just put your leg into a vice and crushed it. And the pain only gets worse. Once inside the body, the venom destroys blood vessels and muscle tissue. Within hours, the envenomated limb begins to swell dangerously. You get this fluid loss in between your blood vessels where you have things just leak out, just all the swelling going on. Your body goes into shock. Without immediate treatment, death is almost inevitable. And a gaboon viper bite in an isolated jungle is a terrifying way to die. It's a nasty way to go. I reckon it would be probably one of the worst snake bites to go through as far as just the sheer amount of pain that you'd be in. You'd want to just die to get it over with. Africa's predator snakes have all found their niche, each with their own deadly mode of attack. Many rely on poison, but that's not the only way to kill. This snake doesn't use venom. It doesn't need speed. All it requires is the opportunity to crush its victim to death. The rock python. The python is a chunky, muscular animal. It relies on uh, muscle to kill its prey. It'll eat uh, large animals. It eats antelope and also go for humans. The rock python is a giant serpent growing up to 20 feet and weighing in at 100 pounds. It's so large, it's had to evolve its own way of moving. Most snakes slither, but the rock python actually walks. It's quite energy consuming for it to move in the conventional serpentine motion. So the python walks on its ribs. It uses the ribs throughout the length of the body. And so the ribs move in momentum with each other and it progresses in a straight line forwards. It's termed rectilinear motion. And this is the typical python movement or motion. The rock python isn't built for speed, so it doesn't kill by chasing down prey. Like the viper family, pythons rely on the ambush. 
The pattern of the rock python enables it to conceal itself in the bush. These snakes learn pretty quickly to take certain paths to grazing areas, and they'll just wait on the, uh, alongside the path, wait for something to walk by. Rock pythons can take down an antelope, so a small human is well within its reach. Like most snakes, the python's sense of smell is extraordinary, and it has keen eyesight. But it also has a special sixth sense. It has heat receptacles or heat sensors situated on the front upper lips and be able to feel the heat of its uh, prey. And it's so accurate that it'll feel the variations in temperature as the animal moves along. It'll so realize where it is. It has this heat impression on the brain of where the animal is, so it never misses. The python strikes by sinking 60 teeth into its victim. But this massive bite doesn't kill. It's simply the first assault before the next phase of attack, suffocation. It throws coils around the prey, so it's a very quick concertina motion. And this is quite necessary because as it bites, the prey would scream out. The person would scream out. That's an exhale. So, and immediately it tightens around the rib cage so that the animal's not able to breathe in again. Rock pythons crush their victims' airways by coiling around the chest or neck. With every struggle, the snake squeezes tighter until the victim finally stops moving. The rock python always outlasts its prey. It has the strength and stamina to win any wrestling match. Once dead, the prey is swallowed whole. Not all of Africa's predators rely on size and power to kill. Insects engage in life-and-death battles every day. One species is fierce enough to declare war on humans, and when they mobilize, they're unstoppable. Matabele ants. There's a lot of them, and they're willing to attack almost anything in their way. Matabele ants are one of nature's most efficient predators. When hunting, they become an army on the march, bringing death to anything in their path. They have huge colonies, and they're carnivores, so they need to go out and find food. What they do is they go out in foraging lines to capture prey. Their prey of choice, termites. Their tactic, overwhelming assault. But sometimes, humans get in the way. The colonies are massive. We're talking millions of individuals in these colonies. One or 10 ants don't work all that effectively. You need lots of animals to take down prey. When Matabili scouts discover a termite nest, they lay down a scent for others to follow. Like many other ant species, the Matabili ants are actually blind. They communicate by pheromones, by chemical signals. If one finds prey, the others just follow the scent trail to go and keep going that way. When they do their big mobilization, where you can have 50 million of them walking along, they're communicating by their pheromones. Once this insect juggernaut locks onto a termite nest, anything in its way must be eliminated. Like all ants, since ants are just flightless wasps, that's all, they can sting. And the sting is very, very painful, more painful than a bee. 
A Metabili sting isn't fatal on its own, but thousands of stings change the game. The main problem from a human perspective isn't envenomation, but allergic shock. An allergic shock can kill quite quickly. An allergic reaction to mass stinging brings on anaphylactic shock. One of the big concerns about anaphylactic shock is that the body goes into a significant amount of spasm. The airways can go into spasm. It can be very significant as far as the person not being able to breathe or their blood pressure going so low that their heart cannot uh, get enough blood flow to the heart and the heart can stop. The problems that can occur can be life-threatening. A victim in anaphylactic shock starts to suffocate as his airways swell, choking off the airflow. Death is just minutes away. There's only one lifesaver. A shot of the drug epinephrine. It produces a surge of adrenaline that reverses the anaphylactic shock if it's administered in time. Another tiny but deadly predator swims in the oceans off Western Africa. Until recently, Little was known about this creature. It's no larger than a thimble. Its sting often goes unnoticed, but it can kill in just 20 minutes. The Irukandji jellyfish. It actually injects you with very little venom, just tiny amounts. I mean, imagine how much venom can be stored in the stinging cells of a bell the size of my fingernail. Not much. So it's just in a little contact right at the tip of it. So you're not getting actually much venom into you, which just goes to show just how extraordinarily potent this venom is. And it's probably one of the most potent venoms on Earth. The creature that kills with this super venom is tiny but treacherous. The body or bell of the Irukandji is only one quarter inch across. Its four trailing tentacles are just as small. No bigger than a fingernail, the Irukandji is impossible to spot. And it's perfectly translucent. You would not be able to see this in the water if you're out having a swim. The Irukandji has evolved to live around coral reefs, and that affects how it delivers its deadly sting. Unlike other jellyfish, the Irukandji's tentacles don't deliver the toxin. If you're living on the coral reefs, having a big bell and long tentacles is not a good idea. So the Irukandji has evolved to have a very small bell and almost no tentacles, and the stinging cells are actually on the bell itself. The Irukandji sting is designed to kill quickly. Its powerful venom can take out much larger prey, usually small fish and crustaceans. Their venom is not targeting us. Anything that happens to us is merely a pleasant side effect. They're targeting their prey. They need to be able to kill their prey quickly or else it's going to get away or damage the animal itself. Tiny, invisible, the Irukandji's victims don't stand a chance. On contact, a barb shoots out, injecting a tiny dose of venom. But volume doesn't matter. The Irukandji's venom is one of the most toxic on Earth. Ironically, there's no stinging sensation. Victims often never know they've been hit. Normally, when you're envenomated by an animal, you know about it instantly. There's not something terribly subtle about most venoms. The Irukandji is unique in that you have a delay phase. You have just a little 
just like a little pinprick. Wouldn't even notice it in the ocean. But the venom silently works its way towards the heart. You're in the ocean, you get, got a little pin, pinprick, nothing unusual. Except that about 20 or 30 minutes later, you start having the symptoms like you're having a heart attack. First, the victim's muscles start cramping. Then the pain comes, extreme pain, as the toxin reaches the heart. Scientists don't yet understand exactly how Irukundji venom kills, but they do know it causes cardiac arrest. And without help, the victim dies. As you're getting kind of a rapid, regular heartbeat happening, a lot of that is really poorly understood of how it's working. It's one of the medical mysteries still going on in venom research at the moment. The venom completely overloads the heart muscles. Cardiac arrest is only seconds away. If the symptoms are diagnosed and treated within the first 10 minutes, there's a chance for survival. Stop breathing. You've got to keep that person alive long enough to get them to the hospital. Those who don't make it never know what killed them. Those who do survive endure days of pain as the venom slowly works its way out of the body. Many lethal predators lurk in Africa's waters. But the most deadly and fearsome of them all gets its name from the continent's mightiest river. No living creature is safe from the Nile crocodile. The Nile crocodile is the largest of all the African crocodilians. This is an animal that can easily reach, I would say, six meters. Um, and I've seen them that size in Africa. This is an animal that can take down a full-grown buffalo. I've actually seen a Nile crocodile take down a full-grown giraffe. The Nile crocodile may be Africa's most perfectly evolved killer. It's so successful, it hasn't had to change in millions of years. 80 million years not to have changed just shows you how well adapted. I mean, they call them the, the, the living dinosaurs. This dinosaur has survived because it's a pure killing machine. It has size, up to 2,000 pounds. It has strength, with one of the animal kingdom's most powerful bites. And it has patience to wait for the perfect moment to kill. They actually sort of sit and wait predators, they're opportunistic. They won't necessarily go out and hunt, but if something comes by, they'll be, they'll be first to nab it. Grab usually the head or neck region, spin around, and they'll drown the animal straight underwater and they just pin it in a position for however long it takes for the animal to drown. People living along Africa's rivers and lakes know this killer all too well. Crocs take down hundreds of people every year. Locals recognize and respect a crocodile's hunting ground. But unwary outsiders may not read the warning signs. It's a mistake they only make once. So if you see an animal in the water, you probably only see the top of its head, yet it can smell, it can see, and it can hear. The Nile crocodile is a stealth attack machine, and its head is a sophisticated surveillance center. Their senses are very well developed. Sense of smell is absolutely unbelievable. 
their vision, they have binocular vision and also their sense of hearing. And all, all of those sensors are actually located on the top of their head. But that's not all. Tiny sensors around its snout are highly sensitive to vibrations. Even in the darkest waters, the slightest movement gets the croc's attention. The Nile crocodile can stay submerged for up to two hours on just one breath. But when it comes time to move, it strikes with shocking speed. You see the eyes and they seem to be able to move without making a single ripple. It's like this motionless, like a leaf floating across the surface of the water. And then all of a sudden explode out of the water with a power and immensity that is beyond words and description. When a crocodile of that size closes its mouth, it has a pressure of over 10,000 pounds of pressure per square inch. So it's an immense amount of power. And in the neck, there are tremendous muscles in that neck that give this animal the force to grab, hold, and pull into the water. And it happens so, so quickly, it, uh, it really is it's almost unbelievable to watch. The croc doesn't kill its prey by wounding it. It relies on drowning with humans, shock, and pure fear. Lungs go into bronchospasm. You can't get air in, usually due to fear or fright. And as a result, you end up cutting off your own air. Within a few minutes, it's all over. Humans rarely survive an attack from the Nile crocodile. Nature's deadliest are a triumph of evolution. In Africa, they're an everyday part of life and death. The lion, a mighty predator that stalks the savanna. It can outwit and outrun anything in its path. The spotted hyena, Africa's most underrated killer, alone or in packs. It's a fearsome adversary. From Africa's treetops, the green mamba strikes like a bolt of lightning. While its cousin, the black mamba, attacks with a super toxin. The puff adder lies in wait to deliver its painful, deadly venom. The gaboon viper takes a life with a devastating bite, and a death crush of a rock python is almost impossible to escape. Africa's smallest creatures can also be its deadliest. Matabili ants take down anything in their path. In the ocean, the tiny Irukandji jellyfish can stop a heart in just 20 minutes with its powerfully toxic sting. And prowling Africa's rivers and lakes, the most terrifying killer of all, a prehistoric reptile time forgot. These creatures are evolution's winners. They demand our respect. They are nature's deadliest.